Day three here at Steelers camp was a wet one, but even before, after, and during the rain, we had three players that should get fans a little bit excited. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash Talk or subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. As always, we are live from St. Vincent College in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, talking about day three of Pittsburgh Steelers training camp. It was a good one. Poured. And when I say poured, I mean my shoes feel like I'm walking on cushions mud i don't even know but i was soaking wet good thing i had the jacket in the car because that's exactly where it needed to be but while the rain was coming down we still got plenty of excitement and things were fun to watch day three brought two or three names that i think should get fans excited two or three names that guys have been waiting for at least two of them the big one was hakeem butler who had not one two maybe three big plays on the day one was a deep ball against luke barku a little bobble but he came down with it and when you're that big you should always come down with the deep balls it was nice to see him go up and get that one and then a few plays later mason rudolph comes in the game or comes in practice excuse me hakeem does a little out does a little up wide open once again makes a huge play 30 40 yard gain on both of them earlier in practice he caught a little out took it a good 60 yards. I don't know if he would have got tackled maybe 15 yards in, but either way, that's a first down. Best case scenario, it's a touchdown for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was really nice to see him break out here on day three. He was quiet, and it hit a point where you were starting to get concerned. Was the hype too much? Is he going to let people down? There's a lot of excitement around this guy. Fans want to see Hakeem Butler thrive here in Pittsburgh. When you're that big, when you're coming off such a good season in the XFL, you should be able to do something, but he wasn't able to for a while. OTAs in minicamp, I won't lie, I was a little disappointed in what I saw from Hakeem Butler, and through the first two days, I thought he was going to drift into nothing. I looked at the guy and started to worry, man, is Hakeem Butler just not an NFL player? And that happens all the time. But he comes out here, he has a huge day. I think he puts himself on the map. Right now, the Steelers' bottom of the depth chart is probably favored to lean towards Miles Boykin and Gunnar Olszewski. They're both great special teamers. Miles Boykin, I believe, still holds strong to that because he is such a good special teamer and a reliable pass catcher. Gunnar is more just strictly special teams, but he has kick returning ability. And what really makes him a quality option for the Steelers is that he is possibly their best run blocking option as a receiver. The Steelers love that. It's always useful. If you're at the bottom of the depth chart and you could play special teams and you could block, that's a quality wide receiver to have. Hakeem's got to prove that he's better than both of those. And I think the best way he could go about that is to show, hey, look, at I can make plays, man. I can make big plays. I can force my way onto this depth chart. And it started today. Love to see that. I think Hakeem Butler, this is the beginning of the rise for him. I want to see this consecutively. Give me another good day tomorrow. Give me a couple of good plays on Tuesday. Let me see that this can develop into more than just three really nice catches on day three of practice. If this gets consistent, I have a hard time believing that Akeem Butler doesn't become a name to watch. Maybe the next Jalen Warren to start to break out, the next Steven Sims a little bit, Anthony Miller a little bit, just to earn his place 
in the rotation start to move up. Instead of Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph throwing you passes, next thing you know, Kenny Pickett's throwing you passes. And then you start feeling a little bit better about Hakeem Butler and how the ball is rolling in his favor. There are two other ones. The second one is Connor Hayward, who I've talked about a number of times on here. The guy continues to impress. He just feels like the most natural route runner the Steelers have outside of Deontay Johnson, of course. And that is crazy to say because this guy right now could be viewed as a fullback, could be viewed as a tight end. You have no idea what Connor Hayward is going to bring to the Pittsburgh Steelers, but what you do know is that it's going to be a pass-catching option. I talked to Mitch Trubisky after practice, and he told me, that Connor from year one to year two is just way more comfortable in his role, which is undefined. He said he's a tight end. He said he's a fullback. He said it doesn't really matter. He could get open from anywhere on the football field, and he has. He's made at least two or three catches every single day of practice, and it's not like they're contested catches. That was the big thing last year is Connor was impressing last year at this time by going up and getting balls that you didn't think a guy who's 5'10", 5'11", can go get. When I'm walking around, and if I walk down to a football field, and me and Connor are the same size, he's a little bit bigger than me, uh, and by bigger I mean muscular, but we're the same height. And if you told me, go catch footballs against men much taller than I, I'm not going to go do it. Connor Hayward did last season, and that's what kind of put him on the map. This year, it's just he's always open. He's always open, and he's a very reliable set of hands. That's what Mitch told me is that Connor is just a dude that if you throw him the football, you have a pretty clear understanding that there's a good shot he's coming down with that, even if it's contested. This year, you don't have to worry about it because his route running has just crisped up so so well. He's definitely an option for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I kind of look at him right now as a guy that he's probably going to find a role for himself. Like he's going to be involved in the game plan of the offense. The Steelers are going to work ways to get this guy the ball. He's going to be a third down option because of how reliable he is when you throw him the football. The Steelers need that. That's what Allen Robinson's here for. That's what Pat Fryermuth is for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's who Deontay Johnson is. Just a very reliable, always open wide receiver. George Pickens is the guy that you throw it to. Chances are he's coming down with it. And I know I just mentioned Deontay and people are going to get on me. Oh, he drops the football in big moments. I'm not going to say he doesn't from time to time. What I will say is that Deontay Johnson's always open. And if you're going to compare Connor Hayward to anybody when it comes to his route running, it's going to be Deontay Johnson. But those third, those big third downs, those, remember the Ray Ray McLeod huge moment, catches the third down or the fourth down, I don't even remember, gets the first, gives the Steelers an opportunity to earn their way into the playoffs, keeps the season alive. That's who Connor Hayward reminds you of. In those really, really big moments, he's a guy that you're going to look to. Him and Kenny have a connection, an instant connection. He's got a connection with all three quarterbacks. Connor Hayward's a name to watch. I really think he's a guy on the rise. And the third one, and I know people are sick and tired of me talking about this guy, but it's Anthony McFarlane. He had three or four catches again today. And I just look at him and say, maybe he is Mr. July. Maybe he is Mr. Training Camp. Maybe Anthony McFarlane does disappear once August rolls around and the games start to be played. I'm not going to say that that hasn't been his track record in the past. What I will say is that Alfonso Graham's dealing with the shoulder injury. Darius Haggins isn't really making great plays as of right now. Nothing that stands out. Jason Huntley has looked impressive but not impressive enough. Anthony McFarlane is looking like a dude who the Steelers want to utilize. He takes first team reps every single day. He broke out a good, 
I mean, it probably went for a touchdown in real life, but he went clean through the offensive line. And I get it, there are no pads on, but exactly, there are no pads on, which means that you can't create a hole. This is not 60-yard run football. This is five, six yards, and then there's seven defenders there. Anthony McFarlane found and created an own, his own hole, took off running, and I think he was pretty open the entire time. He's been, in my opinion, the most impressive guy on this field through three days. Again, it's Anthony McFarlane. Maybe it's Mr. July. Maybe he's Mr. Training Camp. Maybe this all goes away in a month, and this is pointless conversation. Possibly. But right now, the Steelers... They have an option as an RB3 who could do a lot of things. And versatility is the key to the game for Pittsburgh when you don't really have anybody who could open up the field or really just turn nothing into something. If this is a meticulous offense, which is what it's been for the last couple of years, and I hope it isn't again. I hope that Calvin Austin could open that up. I'm hoping that George Pickens could open that up. I'm hoping that Najee Harris has an offensive line to make some huge runs. I hope this is all true. But if it's not, if this is meticulous football, Anthony McFarlane is a versatile piece that you're going to want to use. Jalen Warren's a versatile piece that you're going to want to use. He had another big run today. He looks very impressive. I think overall the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, they strike me as they're in a good place. I think I want to see a little bit more out of Kenny Pickett, but he's looked very consistent. And I think that's all you're looking for right now is, is Kenny throwing interceptions? Most times, no. Last year? Every single day you were tracking how many interceptions the quarterbacks have. This year, it's everything looks pretty good. Everything looks very smooth. I'm not paying attention to Kenny Pickett having a bad day, which means that he's not having bad days. That's huge. The Steelers' offense just looks like a smooth machine. Everything is clicking. All the cylinders are going. Everything is operating. And you're getting guys like Hakeem Butler, Connor Hayward, and Anthony McFarlane that are coming off the bench and making plays, which is huge. You want to be deep. If your superstars are George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson, and Pat Fryermuth, and then Najee Harris has taken over the backfield, and Jalen Warren is expected to make big plays, that's awesome. But if Akeem Butler could come into a game and have a 60-yard reception, that only adds to it. If Connor Hayward could have four receptions for 100 yards once, a, once every six games, that sixth game your chances of winning go up pretty significantly. And if Anthony McFarlane could actually be utilized and turn this into not just a July thing, I mean, the Steelers drafted him in the fourth round for a reason, and I'm going to stick to that. And I know I get pounded in the comments for this one, and I know everybody tells me, dude, he's Mr. July. And I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is right now he looks impressive, and that's all I'm reporting on is how impressive these guys look. And the Steelers' offense might be a little deeper than we expected, which is great to hear three days into training camp.